Live streaming from Needful.com, we were hand-chosen by the Dark Lord himself to talk about all the great and absolutely non-sinister things he has portrayed. Something something rubber soul. I think he might be a Beatles fan. This is Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Hello everybody, this is Travis. Hey, this is Brandon. Welcome to Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. How long can you hold the N in your uh, name? <laughs> uh, I don't know, actually. You want to try it again? No, uh, Brandon. maybe we'll save that for, for bonus content or something like that. Uh, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for joining us on this Rick and Morty podcast. Uh, still plugging away. If you would love to get in contact with the show, or maybe if you'd just like to uh, have a general... Maybe, maybe you don't want to, but you're forced to due to some contractual agreement. Whatever the case may be, if you want to get in touch with the show, there are plenty of ways that you can do that. Uh, you can send us an email over at apathetic enthusiasm. Oh, I, oh, oh, oh. I, I, sl- I slipped into the other podcast. <laughs> uh, Rick and Morty podcast at gmail.com. That's the email address. Uh, you can also head over to our subreddit. That's Rick and Morty podcast.reddit.com. Uh, or hit us up on Twitter at Rick and Morty pod. You know, we, we dropped the cast, I think, due to a character limit. That's right. <laughs> So Brandon, uh, what what do we got going on this week? Oh man, we got so much stuff. Uh, I I actually have some music for our first segment. Uh, well, then should we, should we get right into it? I I don't want to I don't want to waste any time. Oh oh, I do. We want to waste some. T- let's waste some time. All right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're basically holding holding the listeners hostage <laughs> either way. Uh, so <laughs> uh, nothing much is going on. You know, still no season three. Still no season three. Um, you know, life is life is interesting for me on my end. You know, uh, I, I good. for the Twilight Zone podcast, I, I talked to some uh, Will Hines who works over at Upright Citizens Brigade uh, in Los Angeles. Hey. And uh, nice name drop. And then and, and then I then I read I read his book too. And and I don't read books like in one sitting usually. And I didn't for right. this one either. Uh, but but I but I read his improv book and I was like I just I blazed through it and uh, it's really interesting and 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 like now I'm now I'm convinced that I suck at improv but I should probably still try it out. Hey, just say yes. Yes, that's the, that's the only thing about improv I know anything about. Do you want to do improv with me, Travis? No. Ah, uh, oh, God, ah, damn it! Ah. Uh, so much yeah, for we'll, our we'll, troop. We'll, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep working on it. <laughs> Um, all right, uh, so let's, let's, let's get into a little bit of news. Slightly pertinent Rick and Morty news, and that's the way the news goes. I, I did, I did make up, I tried to make some music for this section, so I'll put it in there. Uh, two different, two different versions of, of that's the way the news goes segment. Uh, I'm going to put that in here right now. And you guys, you guys send us a message over at, uh, at Rick and Morty pod on Twitter, or in, in our subreddit, and let us know which version you prefer. <laughs> uh, but here we, here we go. Here's the first one. That's the way the news goes. And here's the second one. That's the way the news goes. Also, I didn't tell Travis, but there's a third one. I, I threw this in in post, so ah, this is the last one I throw in. Ha! That's the way the news goes. 
And there you I, go. I like that. Th- I like that. This is a uh, such a fan conscious podcast that we will let them just pick their production music <laughs> for us. We can't even make those decisions on our own. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, well, did well, you did you like them, Travis? Did you like what you heard? Uh, I like what I heard. Which one do you like I'll better? T- uh you know which i think i think you could tell by the look on my face which one okay all right you, uh so so we uh we don't have, it wasn't a particularly eventful week in rick and morty news um but there was a lot of of merchandising news that came out and yeah. again uh i believe that the uh that website that we talked about a couple episodes ago and all this new merchandising, all these things feel to me like indicators that season three is close. Yes. It's got, I mean, it can't be too far away. The, 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 the publicity machine is churning. All these things are coming. It's OPSEC, um, man. It's OPSEC. You know, <laughs> you got to have all these critical indicators and it's leading, it's leading us to believe that there's going to be an attack on our televisions with Rick and Morty. Season an attack three. on our consciousness. <laughs> um, but uh, Funko. The, the good folks at Funko uh, shared with us some of the new pop vinyl figures that are heading our way. And it's not just the uh, like the pop vinyls, but pretty much everything Funko does, they are new Rick and Morty toys yeah. uh, for these. Did, did you get a chance to look at all these? Uh, I, I did. And, and you know, the, the, the original set of Funko that they had out there, I wanted to pick up a lot of them. Um, but it's, it's weird. I don't know about you when it comes to Funko. Like if you go to like a Target, which you go to, like I, you probably went to Target this morning. Um, well, not nearly, not nearly as often as my wife does. Okay. she's she's the one that heads to Target. Yeah, sometimes I'm I'm there also. But <laughs> like if I go to a place where they have Funko toys, and I'm like, all right, oh oh, there's one I want. There's uh, there's the Morty with the seeds, but I'm like ah, but there's no Rick. Like. Uh, I, I want to pick them up together or I don't want to pick them up at all. And I don't, and I don't want to go on, on Amazon and, and pick them up because I feel like like part of that joy of, of buying them is that joy of discovery and be like, oh, shoot, there it is. There's one. Ah, I want to pick that up. Yeah, I, I think I'm the exact same way. I got my Rick and Morty pop vinyls at a comic convention because two like vendors that were right near each other, one had the Rick and one had the Morty. And I was like, well, you know, I, I can't I can't argue with fate. Yeah. And so I picked them up. But I, I absolutely agree with you. The uh the idea of actually finding it in a store versus ordering it online or ordering it at a marked up price online. Yeah. Uh typically I, I just don't end up doing that. Uh but these new toys that they're coming out with, uh not just the traditional pop vinyls, they also have the small like blind box yeah. ones. Um those look pretty interesting. Uh, I, with my luck, I'll probably end up with like eight squanchies or something. <laughs> um, and, 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 or just all me seeks. Uh, but you know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff coming out. Yeah. Uh, some of it already out. You can, you, I think this last weekend, the Rick and summer buffed out versions, yeah. uh, were, were showing up at some target stores around the country. So, uh, you know, merchandise is good. Yeah. Merchandise is can't can't argue with that. Can't argue with that. I mean, you can, but you, should you? I mean, is it that's the ex- ex- who, who, the existential question? Who are you helping when you argue with merchandise? <laughs> really? Uh, <laughs> also, yeah, McFarland Toys—they're also coming out with a, a line of Rick and Morty toys. So I thought I thought that was that was interesting. Now, have you have you actually looked? At, it's uh, I I forget what they said. It is. It's like a uh, 
some sort of construction set or something for the McFarland toys. You can actually like, I there's there's not a lot of images that I was able to find online for yeah. these. It was just like one thing that kind of hinted at them, but it's weird. It's almost like little play sets or something that you can make scenes out of yeah. or something. I don't I don't know it. McFarland construction sets. Construction sets. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe yeah. uh, maybe if season three doesn't show up soon enough, we can just start making our own episodes with <laughs> McFarland toys. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Rick and Morty provided by Brandon and Travis, and then we'll make hey. sure all our announcements are like that. Uh, yeah, all the voiceovers, everything, just exactly like that. Yeah, uh, it'll be like you know, like those Halo sets that you see. Like, there's like a whole section dedicated to like Lego, right? And then like around the corner, they're like the like the knockoff, <laughs> the knockoff sets, but they're like Halo. <laughs> they're like Mega Blocks or whatever. They're, <laughs> yeah. they're just like who who is buying these exactly? Yeah, that's the hardcore collector, and that's why it's around the corner. Is like. Like Toys R Us, like we we've we've invested so much in these these Halo building sets, but we can't get rid of them. Legally, we're not allowed to put them on the same <laughs> shelf as the Lego bricks, but uh, you know, we, if we get them in the same proximity, then maybe someone will pick them up. Yeah, someone someone won't know what Lego is. Uh, speaking of Lego, uh, this is a side note: I, I saw Lego Batman. I didn't want to see it necessarily originally, but it, it's a good movie. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, at the time of this recording, I have not seen it, but hopefully by the time this comes out, I will have seen it. It's a, so. it's a solid Batman tale for, for all you guys awesome. out there, like Lego and Batman. It's, it's, it does both in spades. <laughs> that's, that's the hard hitting sort of, uh, pop culture news you would get on our other podcast. Apathetic enthusiasm. <laughs> We're crossing the streams here, Brandon. Yes. Uh, it, uh, any other, any other major news before we move on from this segment? You know, I'm sure there is Travis, but you know, that's. That's the way the news goes. Aside from additional Swift posting, uh, we you know we're we're spinning our wheels. We got we got we got to get into some <laughs> some hard hitting discussions. Uh, so I think it's time to get into the main thing. The main thing. Duck 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 goose. Duck duck birdie. The- <laughs> huh? 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 I think that's a good transition into what we are doing as our as our first character study on characters from rick and morty uh and and we're going to be looking at a somewhat underappreciated character perhaps uh he's definitely not the headliner when it comes to rick and morty and that is none other than jerry smith the man the man in <laughs> the man in charge the man the slug depending on your subconscious that, that's right you know it's he's he's a man of the house you know he's a father he's a husband he's a man about town and he and, likes people music or human music. <laughs> uh, so, so Travis, you you wanted to talk about Jerry Smith, and you when you when you proposed this, you said there's a little. I have to come to terms with the fact that I have a little Jerry in me, and that's not a sexual I, you know, thing. No, no, not at the moment. You're not sleeping, Jerry. Uh, no, I've I've never claimed to be. <laughs> and uh, you can't you can't put that on me at all. Uh, but you know, I think about it, you know, you and I we're both uh, we're both fathers. Yeah, we're in our mid mid thirties. Yeah. So you know, we're, we don't we don't have teenagers, but you know, like as you get to be a little bit older, certain things in your life you just come to terms with it. And uh, yeah, there are times when I watch Rick and Morty, and. Uh, I almost sympathize with Jerry to an to an extent, or uh, yeah. there 
there are times when it's so ridiculous or so absurd that you're just like, come on, Jerry, get it together. You know, a Titanic on a rail system, you know. <laughs> well, uh, but yeah, there, there are some things, and especially in the episode uh, where he goes to the daycare with yeah. all the other Jerry's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are some of the things that he does to occupy his time, and I'm just like, ah, I, I feel you, Jerry. I'm, I, I understand. <laughs> but uh, I want to start out with Jerry as a father, uh, as he is the dad on the show. Um, and and I, I tend to think that he generally means well as a father. He, yeah. In a lot of these episodes, he's the one that's trying to kind of keep that sense of normalcy, that sense of just normal family dynamic. Uh, and I think that's evidence in, in quite a few episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's trying, maybe he doesn't go about it the wrong, right, right way. I mean, I think, I think he's a, he's, he's selfish, right? Like overall, sure. I think that's, that's what it is. Like, uh, clearly from our character study of him and Beth, like they're not, they kind of got roped into this with each other and then they got stuck and they love each other. Yeah. Sure. But they, you know, love is work. They also just tolerate each other at times. Love is work, uh, Jerry. <laughs> Are, do you see me do working? Do you see with me you? working? Do you see me working? <laughs> um, and so, you know, I think that that taints like all of his interactions a little bit where he's just like, yeah, yeah, I, I love Rick and Morty. Uh, not Rick and Morty. I, I, I love Morty and Summer, but... You know, they're like when when he's trying to get Summer to like, I just need a little bit of money to get me to get me through, <laughs> like yeah. take me to the next paycheck or to get a job, right? Yeah, I, there's there's a lot of the early episodes where you see him like <clears throat> coming in and Summer's like on her cell phone and he's like trying to be like, yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. The the Christmas episode where he's like, we're having a a device free Christmas. And that kind of blows up in his face. Yeah. Um, along with the oversized homeless person that blows up uh, over the entire United States. Like, like when uh, when he gets into Rick's cupboard for the the eye holes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's trying to get the eye holes, or like, or, or Rick has the uh, the alien locked up in the basement, right? And he's like, "Come on, go. <laughs> this is this is my house, right?" Yeah. And and I and, and that's also a thing that. Um, you know, it can be challenging for him as as a father and and a husband. Is he was the man of the house, so to speak, for for better or for worse. And then in comes Rick, and Rick has all the cool space gadgets and all the cool tech, and uh, takes him on all these cool adventures. And he's just kind of left like, "Hey, look at me, guys. I'm 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 important, <laughs> right? Like, right. you know, still trying to grasp at straws for. I'm um, I'm taking my family of... to the zoo. Uh, ah, no, that's not. That's no, not how about maybe not? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and you know the thing, you know, there's the part of that too. From like a like an empathy standpoint, having someone living in your house full time, you know, like uh, um, you've had house guests for long periods of time. I have absolutely. I haven't really. Uh, but like, even for like, if, if people are staying in my house for like just a couple days, I'm like, I, like, I love you, but you're not a normal part of my existence. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think that's, you know, obviously they've, I, what is it? The first episode where he's already like getting the moving van to try and kick Rick out mm -hmm. and send him to like a nursing home. 
Um, you know, it, it, it could be a challenging adjustment. I think, uh, I think maybe they've gotten used to it a little bit, but he's still, I think Jerry's trying to find his place within this family dynamic because he's not, he's not really the man of the house and he's, he, he's unemployed for a better part of uh, the series. And he's just, he's kind of struggling to kind of be an individual. Yeah. Uh, and and because and the fact that he is incredibly nervous and scared in in most challenging situations uh is not helping him no. in any way shape or form either especially with the type of life that this family uh tends to lead uh what do you think about the idea um that that morty gets some of his less desirable traits uh from jerry as far as his reaction to some of the encounters that they uh have encountered well i mean i think it's i think that's pretty clear you know uh morty is the redren redren grumble of uh of father's <laughs> children that's that's a good reference <laughs> uh i mean uh clearly clearly morty is his father's son uh they're they're both they're both a little stupid <laughs> just just a tad just 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 a taddy mason <laughs> uh um Oh, go ahead. No, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with that, that, and I, I think there's plenty of evidence to show that he's, you know, I, I think, I think Morty is like at a weird, like, father figure point in his life, right? Sure, and, absolutely. And the, uh, you know, the the episode where they go to Pluto, and like Morty's like, look, you, like, you're not the smartest guy, but you're my dad, and. Like you have that going for you, but yeah. you just have to knock because I'm si- I'm six <laughs> I'm sixteen, and I have a laptop. I could be doing literally anything in here, Dad. <laughs> uh, what uh, do you want to touch real quickly on his relationship with Beth and and maybe to an extent with Sleepy Gary? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think we need to talk talk too much about Sleepy Gary, uh, but you know, like I mean, that's that's a that's a that's a love story in itself. Um, and we yeah, could, I, we, I, we could explore that just for hours. I mean, in intimate detail. Depending on the depending on the number of parasites in the room, we could go you know forever. Uh, I I find it interesting because Jerry really is a person that seems to be looking for companionship, um, and he doesn't always find that in his relationship with Beth. Uh, so I think in episodes like with Gary or with Doofus Rick. Uh, he is often looking for some sort of validation in who he is, yeah. and uh, I th- I think the the writers the producers uh, occasionally kind of sneak that in as like, hey, here's a person that Jerry can relate to, and he has those moments where he's like, hey, you know, yeah, somebody somebody appreciates me, someone values me. Yeah, yeah, I I think uh, for a personal personal personable personable perspective. Uh, I think they focus a lot on the the Beth and uh Beth and Jerry kind of interaction like that the failing marriage or the not successful marriage thing a lot um and Yeah, I mean it's it's been like subplots of full episodes and Yeah. Yeah. for like like just about like every episode ever <laughs> in, <laughs> sure. in some yeah. way shape or form. So, uh like sometimes it it sometimes I think about it and it's kind of tiring. And like sometimes that like bogs down the plot a little bit. Uh, like yeah. I love interdimensional RSS, um, but like that 
like the the subplot with with Jerry and Beth in that one is kind of kind of slogs I think like be, between all the improv uh and the uh you know two brothers the, the loose improv the loose yeah. improv improv like, I'm, I'm like I'm abandoning it, like it steals it steals some of the steam I I think yeah. sometimes I I I would almost while that does deal with uh, Beth and Jerry quite a bit, I think it also has a lot to do with Summer and her feeling of of value. Um, because yeah, they they when Jerry and Beth look through the the all other dimensions, they see all these other things that could have been. But every time Summer's in the picture, it's always pretty much the same, and so she kind of feels like this this person that just kind of ruined two other people's lives. And and doesn't have any other option but to kind of be in the situation she's in. Yeah. And that's where we get into the uh conversation she has with Morty later on in the yeah. you know, classic line. But right. uh but we're not here to talk about something. We're not. We're no, that's that's Jerry. a different episode. That's a that's a different episode of Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. <laughs> nice uh, plug. <laughs> um yeah. Is is it okay to plug a show while we're on the show? I don't see why not. Okay, cool. We don't we don't have we don't have any sponsors every Sunday at this point. on Apathetic. <laughs> uh, so the last thing the last thing about Jerry right is that he's a man about town. Uh, in, I mean he's is, he's is just he? Kind of, he is he <laughs> he's just kind of a, he's just kind of a stupid guy in general. Yeah, he's he is uh, oftentimes the the punching bag of the show. He's he's the easy guy to kind of throw into a situation and. And kind of make the helpless guy on these zany madcap adventures, um, but you know that's he's not completely useless all the time. Yeah, uh, you know he he can occasionally come up with a a, a sweet ad campaign <laughs> if you're hungry for apples or something like that. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, I, I you know they, you said the thing about him being a punching bag. I think that is nowhere is that more evident than in Morty Night Run. When they, when he's taken to the the Jerry Burry, right? Yes, the, the, that's right. The fact that they have such a, a mundane like Chuck E. Cheese type of daycare for for Jerry, uh, like emphasizes that perfectly. Yeah, I and I I I find that episode, uh, and and I've I've seen that episode multiple times, but I continually am interested in the concept of that daycare for the individual or different versions of the individual, um. For a few reasons. One, because he doesn't seem completely shocked to be in a room full of other versions of himself when he first gets there. And maybe that's just something that's overlooked. But yeah, I don't know. If I walked into a, a place that had a bunch of Travises in it, I would I would probably freak out for at least a minute. But I don't know. Maybe if I'd been traveling around with Rick long enough, I, uh, I'd i be used to that sort of thing. Maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah, and, and I... Uh, I, I watched it again last night as I was drunk on vodka tonics, and then I was thinking a refreshing summer beverage. <laughs> there were there was some like stuff in the background that I hadn't noticed before, like there's the Titanic on rails in the background in, <laughs> in one image, right? Um, so so Travis, I want to ask this, right? You you mentioned about being like having a daycare for the individual, and so right. if you know if you had a Travis Burry, what? Yeah. What would you have in there? Uh, so a few things I think would definitely be in there. Uh, and these may not necessarily be the core things, but uh, I definitely think there would be a room just dedicated to Settlers of Catan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like like that's my favorite board game. We used to play it on a weekly basis. Yeah. 
And those were the I days. Take, I take particular pride in the fact that uh, in in the way I play that game, I think it would be very interesting to play that game against five other versions of me. Oh, and see how that played out. That's a that's a great uh, that's a great call. Yeah, <laughs> but but so I definitely think um, I'm sure there'd be other board games, but definitely Settlers of Catan would be in there. That's uh, that, that's actually that, that's actually really cool because you'd be like because you knowing you me knowing you and, and how you play right like you could see on the outside like how each of you does strategy like which which strategy is better right like are, yeah. are you better at, at road building are you better <laughs> at uh trading like that guy over there he's collecting a lot of soldiers i think he's i think he's going for the largest yeah oh my god (laughs) and 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 then you can improve yourself based off of how crappy you do that's that's true it's like a think tank for for (laughs) board game improving uh yeah i also think there'd probably be a lot of comics there just because i have a ton of comics here right now that i need to catch up on and if i was stuck in a daycare i could probably actually read some of them instead of just (laughs) collecting them and letting them take up space yeah uh, and then I'm in the middle of building a PC right now, and I feel like it, just like how like in a ch- children's daycare where there's like puzzles where there's all these pieces that you have to put together, I could just see a room with a bunch of PC parts, and I'm like, oh, I, but but sort of like in Jerry's where they're like, oh, we're trying to figure out how to get the audio to come through the surround sound. And they're like, oh, did you try plugging it this way? And I'm like, yeah, there's different colors, like the mundane tasks like that. That would totally be me. I'd be like, well, it's weird because the, the graphics card isn't actually registering, but, well, did you try plugging it in this way? Yeah. Did you, try, you know, just me and a bunch of other Travis's trying to figure out how to troubleshoot. Uh, Snowball. Is, yeah, is, Snow, Snowball is, 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 is questioning where, where his testicles are. <laughs> uh, he's like, no, no, Travis, that's not what your, what your mundane thing would be. <laughs> Uh yeah you know uh, what about you um, did did you come up with any ideas for I, the the Brandon daycare I did I did uh I would probably have a um a Pink Floyd the Wall room somewhere all right uh, very good with just with all my Pink Floyd stuff uh <laughs> it would would just with the wall the movie just playing on repeat like over the, and over the again. movie just on repeat yeah like the uh the the cartoon version of Chelsea would come in and she'd be like <laughs> hey Brandon do you want to do you want to watch the wall on Laserdisc? Like <laughs> Laserdisc. I, I never owned a Laserdisc, so well. So all right. So that part I'm, of the daycare would be. Maybe I'm just projecting on you. Maybe that's just something I'm doing. It loses a little bit of verisimilitude if if there's a Laserdisc player in my daycare. Right. In my daycare. So VHS tape. VHS, yeah. <laughs> uh, the second thing would probably be uh, Netflix, Netflix or Hulu <laughs> or, or like something. Even if I'm not actively paying attention to it, with it just like playing in the background, just constantly on a loop. Yeah, whether it's whether it's uh, Mystery Science Theater 2000 in the background, or me watching Mulholland Drive again for like the 700th time, which is a, <laughs> I had I had a friend watch that movie recently, and he's like, "That's so weird. That's the weirdest thing I've seen in a long time." Like, <laughs> congrats. Um, and then and then probably a. A video game room, so like have an Xbox, have a PS4, have have a, a laptop or a, a gaming laptop or gaming com- PC. Uh, and then if we want to get like really mundane, I guess like something like so you you take your kids to a daycare and you want them to be busy for the entire time, right? The entire time that you're gone. So I'd probably have Civilization Six installed on all and all the PCs. 
because all the Brandons would then get together and they'd all do co-op because they don't like competing with each other. Uh, and then they would all, they'd just be playing Civ for like 12 hours straight. <laughs> and uh, our, yeah, friend, I, our friend John Caulfield would probably be in there too. <laughs> he'd just be the, he'd be the random like guy like when uh, the husband that Beth remarries in yeah. that one timeline just happens <laughs> to show up at the Jerry yeah uh jerry place yeah i uh i feel like in the sellers of Catan room all of the the games would still be in boxes because like the setup phase of setting the game up would be part of that like hour of time to kill yeah before we even start playing yeah uh yeah that's awesome uh so i i went i went out and i asked um some folks on reddit the, the discord um and on twitter what's what's in your jerry Burry? and we got we got a few we got a few responses uh the first from the spice must airflow oh i'm not i'm not sure what the, i'm not sure what that refers to but uh isn't isn't that like a dune reference oh mixed with maybe some hvac yeah uh, references or something or or like or like a food network thing like one of it's probably one of those two like bam like bam the spice must airflow bam <laughs> Uh, anyway, so he he said he she says pedant discussions about things, food, and video games, and someone dressed up in a costume of my cat. Oh, okay. <laughs> in, a, in a that's... costume of the cat. Yeah, like not not having actual cats there, but just like a furry version. Yeah, um, which is fine, <laughs> yeah, you know, because cool. like you don't have real Beth in in there; you just have costume Beth. Right. So yeah, you know, but like, okay, I'll. Yeah. Food, I mean, food and video games. I'm on board 100 percent. Yeah, sure. yeah, that, uh, and that goes back to the whole food network thing. The Spice Must Airflow must be like a huge food network, just fan. Yeah, like Absolutely. they're like they're like, oh, you know what? We're gonna watch. We're gonna watch Chopped. We're gonna watch a marathon of Chopped. Chopped Kids, uh, Cake Boss. Is that? I don't think that's on Food Network. But <laughs> I don't know. Cupcake Wars will probably be. Oh, in Cupcake Wars. I love a cup. Anyways, th- thanks to the Spice Must Airflow. All right, now, next we have Dominic Meoward, <laughs> who, who came those, up... Those crazy kids and their screen names, right? <laughs> who comes up with Barks Root Beer, interdimensional cable on the TV, and tons of cats. It, I'm, it, I'm sensing a trend here, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's lots of cats uh, in our, in, who like Rick and Morty. And, and I mean, what does, that, what does that say? Like, is it like the Purge, the Purge episode where like, they're all cat people? Like I I, had, I hadn't thought about that because I feel like cats are are for the most part underrepresented on on Rick and Morty. Yeah, in, in general, I I don't disagree with that. Yeah, and, and why is that? I think that's I, that, I think that's one of the things we need to explore uh, on an on an episode. <laughs> on <a future> episode. <laughs> uh, also, Squanchy is kind of like sort of cat like yeah. in some ways. So maybe it's that anthropomorphic version of a cat that maybe I don't know. Maybe that's the way that they're doing it. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to assume, you know, what they're doing with their squanch, but you know, that's. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, uh, and interdimensional cable with that many options, you know, that could keep you busy for a long time. Absolutely, absolutely, and then interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. <laughs> uh, and then, then the last person we have is avoid dance, avoid get avoid dance. Yeah, but it there, has like two dashes. meanings. Yeah, it has like two meanings. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Um, and he, she said, an all-you-can-smoke pot bar, uh, an all-you-can-eat Chinese buffet, 
and an I feel Earth- like those go hand in hand. <laughs> and an Earth internet feed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not I'm not going to make any assumptions about what this person does with their free time at the moment. Yeah. But I feel like this is maybe not that far off. Yes, exa- exactly right. And you know, like there I I like I like this method, right? Because there's all you can all you can smoke pot and then there's all you can eat Chinese buffet, right? And then all you can all you can consume internet, right? Like there's Yeah. Got the right idea. Uh, a boy dance likes abundance. If you're asking me. Oh, that's, oh, that's that's gonna. I'm gonna make that name before a boy dance can get it. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much to uh, the listeners and the folks out on the interwebs uh, for those options as well. Uh, but we would like to hear uh, what you would have in not you, Brandon, but you, the listener, sure. would have in your Jerry Berry. Uh, so hit us up on social media over at Twitter, Rick and Morty pod or over on the subreddit and, uh, let us know in the comments what you guys would have inside of your Jerry Berry. Uh, that is it. We did it. Another episode in the can, in the can, in the, in the book cans. Are are we still storing these in cans? I I didn't actually clarify that. Yeah, no, we, we are. I I have an old, old school tape reel and then, so I'm, I'm burying those in my backyard. They're like time capsules. That's good. That's good. That's that's what we agreed on when we started this. So, yeah. so I want to make sure you're holding up that end of the bargain. <laughs> uh, folks, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate uh, everybody that's downloading the show, that's sharing the show with folks. Uh, if you would do us just one more favor and head over to iTunes or your podcatcher of choice and leave the show a review, give it a rating, uh, five stars if you please. Uh, it'll really help the show to climb the charts and other folks can find it and enjoy it as well. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's it for us this week. And until next time, I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. And we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>